Well, it's been two years since the season that we had with William Lee, which lasted two years, ended. And for those two years, we had nightly meetings. We saw many people testify to being healed and having miracles and over 5,000 recorded decisions for Christ over that period, a great time. And we continue in those vein on Sunday evenings where we preach the gospel and we believe God for signs and wonders. But it's wonderful to have William Lee back with us. He is part of our ministry team. This is his home church. Uh, Collins is senior minister, so it's always good to have him home. And he was involved with our evangelism training yesterday. And just before he comes to minister, he's asked me to read from Luke chapter 5 and verse 1. So if you have a Bible, you might like to turn to Luke 5 verse 1. So it was, as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God, that Jesus stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two boats standing by the lake. But the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Then Jesus got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word I will let down the net. When they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink. When Jesus saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. And so also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will catch men. So when they had brought their boats to land, they forsook all, and followed him. Let's welcome back William Lee. Amen. Well, praise God. Great to see you this evening. The title of my message this evening is A Limited Miracle. A Limited Miracle. We must never put limits on God. But before I share with you, I'd just like to introduce you to the most beautiful woman in London. It's my wife, Tina. We've been married for 36 years, amen. I was married when I was nine. Well, hallelujah. Great to see you laughing already. Good to be happy in church, isn't it? The word blessed actually means happy. And I'm really happy to be back here. We've had a fantastic day today. Hallelujah, God is in the house. Are you prepared to receive a demonstration in your life of the power of God? Hallelujah. I just want us to look at this story briefly, and then all heaven's going to break out. Amen. Signs, wonders, miracles, a demonstration of the power of Almighty God. 
Did you know he's almighty God? He's not part mighty God. He's almighty God. Wow. And I want us to look at first of all that Jesus is using Peter's boat as a platform. Jesus used many different things for platforms to preach the word. It said after he'd finished speaking to the multitudes, he said to Simon, he said, launch out into the deep for a catch. Drop your nets. Now Peter started to think with his natural mind. Uh, listen very carefully. If you listen to nothing else tonight, listen to this. You can't fathom God out with your natural mind because God is a supernatural God. Amen. He's a supernatural God. So you can't allow your natural mind to put limits or to understand the things of Almighty God. So Peter now is thinking, well, the guys are washing the nets. And then he starts to give Jesus some excuses of why he wouldn't go and launch into the deep. He says, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. We have toiled all night and caught nothing. You see, Peter was thinking here, the best time for fishing is night time. And he says, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Peter was a professional fisherman. And Peter knew by this time it was sunny, it was the daytime. And if there was any fish in that lake, they would be at the bottom. And Peter now is trying to fathom out with his mind, not realizing who Jesus is. Amen. The God of what? The God of the impossible. He's thinking, I know there's no fish in that lake. Because if there was any fish in it, we've toiled all night with the nets and never caught a shrimp. Amen. And then he's thinking to himself, well even if there was fish in the lake, this time of day they'll be right at the bottom. The nets won't be long enough to catch them. We have toiled all night. Notice he said, we have toiled all night. Hallelujah. You see, there's going to be a different scenario when Jesus is with you. Amen. Amen. We have toiled all night. Hallelujah. You see, friends, I want to tell you something. When we start to rationalize and start to say, well, I'm going to meet with my natural mind, this is an impossibility. It might be in the natural. But everything is possible for God. Amen. Everything is possible for God. We have toiled all night. You may be here this evening. And you may come here and you may have sickness in your body. And you're thinking, I've been prayed for more times than enough and I've never got healed. I've toiled with this. Today is a brand new day. Amen. God's timing is perfect. We have so many people who come to see us in the crusades. And they say, we've been prayed for loads of times and this is their thinking. God doesn't want to heal me. That is rubbish. Amen. We have people saying, God doesn't want to heal us because I've got this in my life. I've got that in my life. Listen, my friends, tonight, if you come out for a miracle, don't try to get healed. Because it's all by God's grace. Amen. It's by grace. I have seen Jesus heal some of the ungodliest people on the planet. But he's God and it's all by grace. 
We have been prayed for so many times. God doesn't want to heal us. I remember one young man came here while I was here for those two years. He said, God doesn't want to heal me. He says, my mum said it's God's will for my life that I have this affliction. It was asthma. I says, excuse me for saying this, young man. I says, your mother needs a checkup from the neck up. Amen. The biggest load of bull I've ever heard in my life. And I've heard some stock of bull. As it's all by grace. God's grace. Amen. And I prayed for him and he came back a couple of days later completely healed. Amen. Hallelujah. There's an atmosphere for the miraculous in this building. It's been here all day. Hallelujah. It's time to launch into the deep. Amen. Time to launch into the deep. Tonight is your night. Hallelujah. I believe that with all my heart. Tonight you may be here. You've been toiling with situations, circumstances, finances. Well, tonight God is saying launch into the deep with me. Oh, hallelujah. You see, friends, I want to tell you when Jesus is in the boat of your life, there's a different scenario. Amen. He said, we have toiled all night. But with Jesus in the boat, it's a different ball game. Amen. We have toiled all night and caught nothing. So what Peter did was in this situation, he found himself in a predicament. He's thinking there's no fish in the lake. If there is, they'll be at the bottom. The nets won't be long enough to reach them. And this Jesus is telling me to go right out into the deep. All the nets are nice and clean. We've been cleaning all the nets. If we go out again and catch nothing, we'll be cleaning the nets again and we'll miss, miss, miss EastEnders. Amen. Or Coronation Street. Amen. Wow. So what Jesus did, what Peter did, he gave Jesus a token faith. A token faith. Now listen very carefully. This is the full key to this passage. Jesus says, launch, drop, launch into the deep and drop your nets for a catch. Peter said, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. But at your word we will drop the net. Jesus said, drop the nets, plural, and Peter dropped the net, singular. A limited miracle. He just dropped the single net. It was a token faith. You might say, well, how do you know that? Well, it's friends that the scripture tells us. You know, he went out with the net and all of a sudden, the net was filled to bursting. And when he's seen this with his natural eyes, you see, friends, we can't let our natural eyes affect the eyes of faith. Ten people agree with that. He dropped the net. Now, when he seen with his natural eyes that the, the, the net was filled with fish, it wasn't till he seen with his natural eyes that he called his partners in. Think about that. If he'd have been expecting Jesus... To fill the nets, he would have had his partners with him. He would have had the partners, James and John, with him. And he would have had all the nets. 
a limited miracle and so often we limit God we need to get rid of the net mentality and get a net mentality hallelujah go for gold with God no limits on God limitations wow a net mentality I want to tell you this evening friends listen drop your nets with God and God will fill them he will fill them with your healing with your finances whatever your needs are he will fill them hallelujah my God all oh glory shall meet all your needs according to his glorious riches by Christ Jesus the God of the miraculous now all of a sudden Peter's seen with his natural eyes you see friends I have noticed over the years as I pray for sick people I never allow what my natural eyes see to affect my eyes of faith amen because sometimes we look at situations <coughs> excuse me we look at situations in the natural and they're impossible in the natural but God is a supernatural God and everything is possible wow I love that everything is possible to we who believes everything not just some things but everything hallelujah and next mentality when I had this revelation of this text I preached so many times on them on the miraculous catch of fish and I've never seen that the nets and the net Peter just dropped the net and when he said when he's seen all this happening and the nets and the boats about to sink from the weight of the fish he said he fell to his knees and said Lord depart from me from me for I am a sinful man he was a sinful man his one sin was unbelief amen doubting God limiting God I remember Wynne Lewis once told me a story about he went to Australia to preach at this church and while he was there after the service the pastor took him out to buy him lunch and Wynne observed there was lots of terraced houses two up and two down in a country as vast as Australia you could have built mansions there was so much land so when asked the pastor how come <coughs> that there's a potential to build mansions how come there's so many terraced houses two up and two down and the pastor said this the builders who built those houses were from Manchester Amen. I don't know if you've ever been to Manchester, but I've been there many, many times. And there's literally thousands of two up and two down terraced houses. The builders who came from Manchester to build these houses in Australia, they couldn't see the potential. They reproduced what they'd left at home. Amen. <coughs> they reproduced what they left at home and so often spiritually that's what we do majority of the churches I go to they've never ever seen a miracle but Jesus soon changes that scenario amen 
Hallelujah. No limits on God. Did you know he's the creator God? <coughs> In the beginning, God created. Wow. I was at a church not too long ago in the northeast of England we preached and this lady came forward she was 33 years of age at the age of eight she'd fell down two flights of stairs and smashed her spine she was in absolute agony the consultant said there's nothing we can do for you because your spine is smashed the only thing we can give you is very strong painkillers and apparently these very strong painkillers only just took the edge off the pain so they get her on the platform for me to pray for her now straight away think about this <clears throat> I could have prayed a net prayer I call it a cop-out prayer amen you know what the cop-out prayer is when you see something you think well this is an impossible situation I'll pray the cop-out prayer this is the cop-out prayer thy will be done that's a cop-out prayer Lord thy will be done that's a net prayer but I prayed a net prayer over a life amen this was the prayer I prayed I says Lord in your precious name just a short prayer and I told the lady before I prayed for her I says God's gonna give you a new spine Wow there were some people in the congregation looking at me like I'd lost my marbles you see they was used to terraced houses of faith they didn't see the potential in God amen the potential in God and I prayed for this lady and all of a sudden by the power of God just a short prayer but an expectant faith a next faith God created a brand new spine for her there and then on the platform hallelujah she was bending down touching her toes wow I was only supposed to be there for four days and all heaven had broke out so I stayed longer amen <laughs> typical jippo once you get them in you can't get them out amen you know I came to Kensington Temple in March 2008 just for a month I was here for two years they had to get an eviction notice on me to get me out praise God hallelujah so this lady came back who had the spine created three days later and I'm interviewing her on the platform friends this is reality amen this is reality if we step out of the boat launch into the deep with God drop the nets and you will see the supernatural power of God manifest glory to Jesus to God wow wow so I'm interviewing her on the platform and she kept saying my new spine it was so exciting come on she says but it was a greater miracle than that William so I said how do you mean 
She says, well, the night I got my new spine, glory. She says, I have a little son who's two, and he was also in the service, sitting at the back with his dad. She says, and my little boy has got eczema, and they can't diagnose which form it is, but he's covered from, from here to the bottom of his feet in scabs. And they use pus and blood. He had to have three sets of bandages specially prepared, delivered each day so they could change the bandages on him. Nothing they could do for him. She said that night, when I got my new spine, she says, this little boy has to sleep with us because we have to go up in the middle of the night and change his bandages because the pus and blood seep through the bandages. She says, that night when I got my new spine, we got home, we put him into bed with us and we woke up as usual to change his bandages. We turned the light on and to our amazement, there was no blood or pus on the bandages. What had happened? Wow. She says, we quickly took the bandages off him. She says, and there wasn't one mark on his skin. Hallelujah! Glory to God! Wow. Not a mark on his skin. She got a new spine and the boy got new skin. Hallelujah! I want you to notice something as well. Nobody prayed for the little boy. He was just in the atmosphere of the power of God. Amen. Nobody started shandying on him. Praise Jesus. You know, you get some people and they think God will hear you if you shout louder or if you start shandying. Shandying. Rababa! I'll have a Bacardi, I'll have a Bacardi. <laughs> I hope this isn't too deep for you. <laughs> Praise God. That day the lady got a new spine, the boy got new skin. The next person on the platform after I prayed for the lady with a new spine was a lady who had been born without an eardrum. I says, do you wear an earring aid, love? She says, it would be no use. I've got no eardrum. Well, that makes sense. I said, well, you can have one in a minute. Hallelujah. Nets faith. No doubts totally expect God to do the business hallelujah I put my finger in here I prayed for her and then we tested her out and there and then on the same platform God created a brand new eardrum for her hallelujah she went off the platform with a new eardrum glory we prayed for so many people with hearing conditions during that time the pulpit was full of hearing aids we put them in the car boot sale. <laughs> we didn't really. <coughs> a 
There was hearing aids all over the platform and walking sticks all over the place. A demonstration of the power of God. Amen. A demonstration of the power of the living God. Wow. Drop the nets in your life, my friend, with God. And God will fill them. Hallelujah. The God of the impossible. The God of the miraculous. I want to tell you tonight, listen very carefully. That all heaven's going to break out in this place. Somebody say hallelujah for goodness sake. <laughs> Glory to God. Signs and wonders and miracles. People are going to leave here tonight. Not needing no more medication, hearing aids or whatever. Because uh, Dr. Jesus is in the house. Amen. Dr. Jesus is here. The great consultant. The fire consultant. The healing consultant. Is in the house. Praise Jesus. Wow. I was speaking at another church and... And the ministry team are praying for the sick at the front. I was on the platform and I seen this lady out of the corner of my eye with two crutches. You could see on her face she was in agony. So I motioned to the stewards to bring her onto the platform. She was riddled with arthritis, which she'd had for 28 years. She says, I'm just in constant pain. This is what you call dropping the nets. I'm clarifying what I mean. I said, love, God is going to heal you right now. Amen. Expectant faith. Amen. Expecting God to do it. The first thing I did was took the crutches off her. She says, I'll fall over. I said, well, hold on to the pulpit. Amen. I said, you won't be holding on to it though for very long, Chuck. Her crutches had like transfers of flowers on them. I picked the two crutches up. I said, they're nice them, aren't they? I said, all oh, them flowers, they're so pretty. I said, a pity you're never going to need them again. When I threw the crutches away, you should have seen her face. She's clinging on to the pulpit. I have a wicked sense of humor. I thought, what would she do if I said bye and walked off? I didn't really. I'm sanctified, amen. I started to pray with her. You see, friends, the thing that, that you come up against in this particular instance is this woman is used to having those crutches because for 28 years she'd had them. She thought it was her portion in life that she was going to need the crutches. But I started to pray for her. And as I started to pray for her in expectant faith, I dropped the nets. All of a sudden, like a bolt of electricity went through her. Glory to God. Did you know he's the all-powerful God? Hallelujah. He's the all-powerful God. I said to her, pick your legs up. She says, I can't. I says, you can. She was used to having the crutches, not being able to do it. All of a sudden she had one hand on the pulpit and she started to pick her legs up. Everybody's looking in the congregation by this. I said, walk. And she started to walk and she was just so shocked. There was no pain there. 
All of a sudden she started to run up and down the platform. Hallelujah. She jumped off the platform and started to run down the sanctuary. Glory to God. The place was in uproar. The nets had been dropped. Usually the morning services are the best attended in the Church of Jesus Universal. But because of that miracle, Sunday night you couldn't go into the building. Amen. Because God was in the house. Amen. Signs and wonders and miracles. It was a baptismal night. And this young woman also was on crutches. They had to take the crutches off and carry her into the tank. As they carried her into the tank, I said, just hold on for one second. I went across, she was obviously just a new convert. I said, when you come out of that water, when they baptize you, I said, you're never going to need those crutches again. She looked at me, and I prayed for her. They baptized her, she come out of the water, and she climbed out of the tank herself. She ran onto the platform, there was water everywhere, amen, she wasn't seen bothered. Amen. She walked out of that building without the crutches. Totally healed. Through the power of God, hallelujah. Through the power of Almighty God. All glory. Last year we seen so many creative miracles. Did you know God's up for that stuff? Amen. God is up for that stuff. And tonight, oh God. Just saying, God, I am dropping the nets of faith tonight for my miracle. Amen. Don't look at your circumstances. Don't look at your situations. Don't look how big the mountains are in front of you. Look how big the God is that's behind you. Hallelujah. How big the God is that's behind you. He said, if you have a mustard seed of faith... You can tell a mountain to be thou removed and cast into the sea if you do not doubt in your heart. Tonight, let's drop the nets. See the salvation and deliverance that God will bring. Do you need a miracle tonight? Raise your hand. Wow. Fantastic. You're in the right place. You're in the consultant's surgery. The supernatural consultant. His name is Jesus Christ. The son of the living God. Did you know he's alive this evening? Hallelujah! He's not a dead Christ on a cross. He's not in a tomb in Jerusalem. But he's alive. Amen! He's alive. He is risen. He's not only risen, my friends, but I want to tell you this evening, he's exalted. People are going to, you may be here tonight and you don't know Christ in your heart. The greatest miracle is the miracle of salvation. Tonight you can come to Christ, have your sins forgiven, you can have your name written in the Lamb's book of life. To know that your eternal destiny is assured. Heaven. Amen. I once prayed for a lady on her deathbed. This wonderful Christian old lady and she looks at such peace and her last word she said, I'll never forget it so long as I live.
the last word she said, Heaven here I come. Alleluia. What a testimony. Heaven here I come. Salvation. Let's all just pray together. Let's give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Hallelujah. Wow. Let's just pray together. Every head bowed. Every eye closed. And we're going to pray. Praise the name of Jesus. Oh Lord. Thank you Jesus. I just want you just to focus totally upon Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In 2011, the vast majority of salvations that we've seen was from church attenders. From people, from people who attend a church, but they do not know Christ. And that may be you tonight. You may be here and you do attend a church, but you don't know Jesus. You don't have the assurance in your heart of salvation. You haven't got that assurance that when you die, you're going to go to heaven. But right now, right where you're sitting, you can receive that assurance. You can't receive it through a religion, through a denomination, or through a man. Just through Jesus, the Son of God, the Savior of the world. And I'm going to lead you in a prayer right now. And if you want to receive this Jesus Christ into your heart, I want you to pray a prayer after me. Just repeat this prayer after me quietly in your heart. I want you to understand you're not praying this prayer to me or to any man because no man can forgive your sin. Only God alone forgives sin. Wow. Jesus. So you just pray this prayer in your heart right now after me if you want to receive Christ, to receive eternal life. Pray this prayer right now after me in your heart. Lord Jesus, this night, I ask you to forgive me of my sins. This night, Lord Jesus, I trust you and you alone for my salvation. Lord, come and live in my heart by the power of the Holy Spirit in Jesus name while every head is bowed and every eye is closed if you are in here this evening and you have just prayed that prayer I just want you to do something very simple right now to acknowledge you prayed that prayer 
If you prayed that prayer, just raise your hand right now and take it straight back down. Do that straight away. I've seen your hand here, 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 here. Seen your hands in the tricep, transept. Seen your hand in the balcony. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I'm not going to prolong this appeal because I never do long appeals. Because I'm not here tonight to talk you into anything, but just to tell you the truth. If there's anyone else here and you prayed that prayer and you didn't raise your hand, I'm going to give you this final opportunity because it's as simple as this. Tonight you're either going to receive Christ and receive life or reject Christ and reject life. And it's your decision. So if you were here tonight and you prayed that prayer and you didn't raise your hand, I'm going to give you this final opportunity. If you prayed the prayer and you didn't raise your hand, you do it right now and let me see it. And then take it straight back down if you prayed that prayer. Just raise your hand right now if you prayed the prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yes, I can see your hand right at the back. Thank you, Lord. Is there anyone else before I pray? Just raise your hand and let me see it. If you prayed that prayer. Thank you here. Thank you over there. Thank you, Lord. Praise the name of Jesus. I just want to pray with all those people who raise their hands. I want everyone who raised their hands just to stand to your feet so I can pray for you. Stand to your feet right now. Everyone who raised their hands, stand up. Amen. Remain standing, remain standing. Remain standing. There was other people who raised their hands and you're not standing. Please just remain standing just for a moment. I'm asking you to stand for a purpose. Because I want you to understand something. One day you are definitely going to stand before God. That is a certainty. You can either stand before the throne of grace this evening and receive mercy and grace but one day if you reject Christ you're going to stand before the throne of judgment and Jesus said whoever is ashamed of me in this wicked and godless generation I will also be ashamed of him before my father which is in heaven so for those people who raise their hands and you're not standing I'm giving you this final opportunity you stand right now stand to your feet right away and I will include you in this prayer thank you Stand to your feet, all the others who raise their hands. Thank you, Father. That's thank you. Remain standing. There were still others who raised their hands and you're not standing, but that's between you and God. You can't never say after tonight you didn't know because I have told you. Do you want to stand right now for Jesus? Praise the name of Jesus. I want to pray with all you folks who are standing. I want everyone who is standing just to come down here to the front. The stewards will bring you forward. Let's encourage these folks as they come forward. Just come forward and line up at the front. We want to pray for you. 
Hallelujah. Just line up at the front here. There's other people coming down from the balcony. Praise the name of Jesus. But surely, church, we can do better than that for God's sake. Glory to God. Glory to Jesus. We're just going to wait for these folks from the, from the balcony to come down. Oh, glory to God. The Bible says there's a party in heaven over one sinner who repents. Hallelujah. And comes on to a knowledge of the living God. Right now there's a party in heaven. Let's join the party in heaven, guys. Let's party on. Let's welcome these other guys who are coming in. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Praise the name of Jesus and there's more. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. The nets are filling up. Hallelujah. God is filling the nets. Glory. You see, when you drop the nets, God will fill them. Hallelujah. Wow. You folks have made the greatest decision you can ever make. And we've all made the same decision in one form or another to say yes to Jesus. Mm, I just want to pray for you right now. Church, raise your hand towards these people. Let's just pray them and bless them. Thank you, Jesus. Lord God, we just bless you for each one of these dear people who this night have come out of darkness, amen, and into your light. This night, they have crossed over from death to life. Their destiny is heaven, hallelujah. I just pray, Lord God, you would fill them with your Holy Spirit. And they would leave this place tonight with the assurance that they belong to you. The living God in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Fantastic. We have a free gift we'd like to give all you folks of a Bible and some free literature. It's absolutely free. We're just going to take you out of the service just for a few moments to, to give you this uh, gift. And then we're going to bring you straight back into the service. If you've come this evening to be prayed for, 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 for sickness, don't worry. We'll bring you straight back in and we'll still be praying for the sick. If you just go this way, just follow these guys this way. This way here, follow them through. Come on, church, let's encourage them. Wonderful this evening. Wow. 
the master is in the house <laughs> hallelujah wonderful God let's all stand in his presence fantastic what a mighty God we serve what a mighty God Just focus upon him. I had a specific word this week as I was praying about coming home. And if you're here this evening and you have hearing problems, I want to pray for you. If you're here this evening you have hearing problems I want you to come out and come over here right away if you're here tonight if you're in the balcony you come down if you're having hearing problems just come straight out and stand here just come forward right away thank you God now if you just take them over that side because I'm gonna bring them on the platform if you... thank you father just go over that side of the of the church hallelujah are you ready for a miracle wow I just want to ask the ministry team to come forward thank you God in a moment I'm going to invite people to come forward Whatever your need is tonight, whatever disease or sickness or need you have, Jesus is the Lord of it. Amen. Whether it be a psychological need, a physical need or a financial need, Jesus Christ, my friends, is Lord. I said Jesus Christ is Lord. So if you need prayer this evening for whatever condition or situation or circumstance you have, you come out to the front right away and the ministry team will pray for you. If you're in the balcony, you just make your way down straight away. Everyone will be praying for you. You just come out right away. Especially those people who raise their hands needing a miracle. You come out right away. And just come to the front here in this ministry team we'll pray for you amen just make your way forward don't worry about the cues everyone will be prayed for in the balcony come down if you need prayer everyone will be prayed for
just touch this here right now and heal it and set it free. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, be healed and set free. So there's been a, there's been a difference tonight. Yes, the difference because it made some noise before, but now it's clear clearly, Excellent. and I believe. pray right now in Jesus precious name that you would stretch out your divine healing hand and place it upon this man just set him free right now in Jesus name in Jesus name amen what another question just turn the bass down a bit it tends to so, um, what was your what was your what, in your, what was your problem with your ears? No lesson before. Very good. Somebody took me and they put in this weapon center. Sorry, you, you had an accident? No. When people speak, eh, and they put in my ear, a lesson is very good. It's not no lesson. And how long have you been suffering with problems? Months, more than three months. And what? And has something happened when William prayed for you tonight? Yes, healing. Uh, I'm feeling very good now. Thank you, God. Oh, wonderful you, news. Wonderful. Wonderful. He's got, he had an accident. He's got, he had an accident. He's got 30% hearing only in his left ear. Just turn around this way, mate. What's your name? 
Dennis, Father. Lord God, I thank you that you are the God of the miraculous, the Lord that healeth. And I just pray for this 30% hearing. Lord God, I just pray that this man would hear 100% in this ear right now. Yes, sir. I drop the nets of faith in total expectancy of this man being healed. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Be healed and be set free in Jesus' name. I've blocked your other ear. Can you hear me? much better than before yes you, you notice a difference it is much better yes how you, you could just it's clearer or uh, when he did something did happen uh, so I don't know can't explain but something did happen yeah. how long have you been suffering with that hearing difficulty 20 years 20 years and is this the best that you have heard for that 20 years yeah, I would say yes. Has something happened, Mark? You don't have to say something's happened. If it hasn't, it's cool because we're praying. But, but something did happen. What has happened then? I can't explain. Well, you either can hear better or you can't. Yeah, but just so you're hearing now. Is it better? Put your hand on that on this ear. And normally, is, can you hear better in your? Do you notice a difference? There is slight difference. Slight difference so there's a change happening. Excellent, good. What's your situation? Uh, road traffic accident. Road traffic accident with um, perforated eardrum as scarring on it. And it affects your hearing? Yes, some, I miss some words, have to lip read. And how long have you been suffering from this? Um, for about four years. So, was it say perforated eardrum? Yeah, slightly. slightly. It's one, one side. And you miss in it. Okay. Father, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord God, I just thank you that you are the great physician. The Lord that heals. And I just pray right now, Lord God, you would just heal this hearing condition in the name of Jesus. be healed and set free in Jesus name in Jesus name I want to block this other ear and I want to to tap can you do it?
needs to be in a certain environment to check it out. So. Yeah, okay. So we hope we believe it. But amen. All right. What's your situation? I've had this very intense pain in my left ear since last November and my GP said like on the surface of the ear there isn't any problem but he referred me to a specialist but the appointment is in March so I don't know what's going on. So you, you, you're going to see a specialist in March but the moment it affects you in what way? Like it also affects in very special environment like in tube or in the flight it's very intense pain and I can't hear properly. Pain not hearing. Yeah. with it right now father Lord God I just pray for the pain in this here right now and Lord God I just pray that you would just touch see it with your healing hand in the name of Jesus I speak health into this here In the name of Jesus. Wow, our ears are tingling. Mm. Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Just want to check. Just give you a few moments to check. What's your situation? Um, so, um, tinnitus it, it, it comes and goes it's like this the hearing in this in this ear is fine hearing in this ear the eardrum got perforated and it's it's like somebody shoved a bit of cotton wool in there i can hear through it but the hearing is limited and there's a the tinnitus the ringing just comes and then it goes and it comes and it goes so if i'm using everything i've used i, I have to use this ear rather than on, if I'm on the phone or on the blower or anything, I have to use this ear and I can hear fine through it. This one, it's limited, but it's, it's there. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord God, I just pray for this healing condition right now in your precious name. And Lord God, I just pray you would pour in healing oil. The oil of the Spirit of the living God. And heal him. And set him free. Wow. Power of God. Power of God. Be healed in the name of Jesus. So you notice something happening? Well, I can say the pain is still there, but there's so much warmness and then some new spirit coming into my ear and it's actually working on, you know, reducing pain. So, so some, you can feel something happening in your ear? Yeah. And yet something's reducing. It's pain still there, but it's reducing, you feel? I think it's going to be reduced very soon. Yeah, it's the new spirit. Yeah, freshness. Amen. Well, we believe in that's the healing power. A oh, wonderful news. Wonderful. Hey, do you notice any difference? Or, oh, it's difficult because it comes and goes, doesn't it? Yeah, I still feel a bit like I've got a bit of cotton wool in there. You know, some sort of, or, you know, I can 
Um, I irrigate it regularly anyway, so so it still it clicks and bits and pieces of movement. If you understand me. Amen. Oh, we'll believe on this. I'm going to bring the worship team forward. Um, if you've still got something that you need prayer for, it doesn't just have to be a, um, a healing, it can be anything. We're going to be here for a few more minutes ministering to you. But let's all stand together as one and let's uh, go out praising the Lord tonight.